The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. U.S. politics. U.S. politics on the hard shoulder. On the hard shoulder. Yes, the Kuna Report on WRKO AM 680 Radio in Boston is hosted by Jeffrey T. Cooner, self-described as liberalism's worst nightmare. He is a conservative nationalist who champions God, country and family. And as always, I'm delighted to say that Jeff is with me. So, Jeff, a big, big week for Nikki Haley. Is that right? Uh, it's a huge week, Kieran. Uh, basically, I think her presidential campaign is on the line. She has to do better than expected this Saturday in South Carolina. We'll see what happens. As the polls stand right now, she's in trouble. Most polls have her down uh, by 30, some 32, 34 percentage points. The best poll that she has has her down by 28. Now, sorry, so, are they national polls or polls within her own state? These are polls within her own state. Oh, wow. Uh, she's so she's in big trouble. Uh, she looks like she's going to lose and she's going to lose big. Now, she delivered a major speech yesterday vowing to fight on. She's still got a lot of money. A lot of Democrats are still going to pump a lot of money into her campaign, a lot of donors. So she says she's going to take this to Michigan all the way to Super Tuesday on March 5th. So even if she loses by 25, 30, 35 percentage points, she says she will vow to fight on. Uh, Kieran, I'll make a prediction right here. Mm. I think she's going to lose big. I think her campaign will never recover. I think it's the beginning of the end. And by March 5th, Trump will not only have won Michigan and obviously South Carolina, I think he's going to run the table on Super Tuesday and it'll effectively be over. And what what do you suspect then, Jeff, is her calculation? What does she think? I heard one person suggesting that she has an eye on kind of the next presidential election and she's kind of just, you know, getting some of the groundwork done early. Yeah, she has ambitions for 2028 and she's trying to position herself. The other thing, to be frank, is I think she may want to run on the no labels uh, ticket. Uh, This is a third party candidacy that people are pushing hard. A third party. Joe Manchin was expected, the senator from West Virginia, a moderate Democrat, to lead the ticket, maybe with Haley as his VP. If she, you know, if she continues to do well with a lot of independents, peels away a lot of moderate Democrats, as she's been doing. She may be thinking, let me run on the no labels ticket in the summer and maybe run as a third party candidate. So that could be her ultimate calculation. But as long as she has money, she's going to keep running. But after a while, the math is the math. And soon Trump will have a majority of the delegates for the convention, which means no matter how much money she has, she just can't win the nomination. And who would that hurt in November, a, a third party independent ticket with Joe Manchin, the Democrat, and Nikki Haley, the Republican? Well, if, if, if it was Manchin, I would think it would hurt Biden more. But now that Manchin has said he's not going to run, he's dropped out. Okay. If it's Haley at the top of the ticket, uh, this could hurt Trump. I, I think it's going to peel away a lot of Republican votes. Maybe they don't like Trump. Obviously, they're voting for Haley, say, in the primary, but they would hold their nose and vote for Trump over Biden. But if they have the option of a Nikki Haley third party candidacy, more of a establishment Republican, if you will, Mm. uh, they will vote for her. And that would peel away a lot of votes from Trump. She'd kind of be torching her own future in the Republican Party, would she? Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I get the sense even even kind of Republican grandees who may be not the biggest fans of Donald Trump as a person 
would kind of look on this as a little traitorous, would they? You're, you're right. No, you're dead on. It would be considered treasonous. In other words, if she goes third party, uh, she's basically going to kill the king. She's going to knock off Trump, thinking that she can come right up the middle. Because there is one important pole that keeps linking. It's like a uh, the sword of Damocles hanging over both Trump and Biden, which is whatever you think of Trump, whatever you think of Biden, a majority of the American people have said they'd rather someone else be the candidate. Mm. So, you know, in a sense, Trump has a lot of support within the Republican Party. Biden is getting support because he's the anti-Trump. But if you poll most Americans, they believe they'd rather have somebody other than Trump or Biden. And that's what Nikki Haley may be looking at. Why do you suspect her campaign failed to really get off the ground with the Republican base to the degree it hasn't? Oh, I can tell you. I mean, it's uh, I mean, I can see with my audience, frankly, myself, uh, my listeners, uh, the Republican Party is now a MAGA party. It is a populist party. Leave aside Trump. Mm. I think this is going to be permanent or semi-permanent. It's going to be for at least a few decades to come. It is now a populist party. It's an economically nationalist party. Uh, the era of free trade is over as far as most Republicans are concerned. It's a much more um, militarily non-interventionist party. Uh, we're tired of the forever wars. We want to pull out of the Middle East. We don't want to be fighting wars all over the world. We want to retrench. We have serious problems to focus at home. And so Nikki Haley is really, in many ways, a George Bush Republican, a Dick Cheney or a Mitt Romney Republican. And so in some ways, she represents the dying old guard. Now, that old guard is starting to move towards the Democrats. And many of them voted for Biden in 2020 against Trump. And so we're seeing a fundamental realignment taking place. But that's why her campaign never really took off. Mm. Leave aside her vulnerabilities as a candidate. She's not very charismatic. She gives the same speech over and over and over. Uh, and she's just not electrifying on the campaign uh, trail. But leave that aside. Her message is something that would resonate with Republicans maybe in 2012 yeah. or 2008. Uh, she's basically John McCain in pantsuits. And those days are over. And, and do you think, Jeff, that, that that position within the Republican Party is a reflection of society at large? That, that, you know, that I think it's the kind of the greatest generation as they were, they are gone now. Uh, so that is kind of a distant memory. And people are just scarred from the experience of Afghanistan and Iraq and then Iraq again and everything else. And, and you know, I guess America's place in the world maybe not being as, you know, what it once was. You know, let's not kind of, uh, kind of overeg the pudding here. They're not kind of a dwindling power or anything just yet. But, you know, the, the, the scale of the Chinese economy relative to it, you know, it, that, like those maths have changed radically in the last kind of 10 years. So, I, I mean, as all of that combined to kind of change attitudes within the country about yes. what, 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 what role you're, it should you're play. You're a thousand, Kieran, you're not a hundred, you're a thousand percent correct. The country has essentially transformed over the last 20 years. I think Iraq broke the country. Uh, I think Afghanistan, not so much the initial invasion and toppling of the Taliban, but the 20 years of nation building and the trillions of dollars that have been spent plunked in the Middle East, the thousands dead, uh, the tens of thousands maimed and crippled, uh, these disastrous, I'm speaking now as a commentator, uh, these disastrous free trade deals. I think NAFTA was not good for this country. 
I think free trade with China was an absolute disaster. Uh, you're looking at the outsourcing of jobs, of wealth, of our manufacturing, of industry. Uh, so you look at all of these combined with the massive, um, the surge that's taking place at the border. And many Americans feel it's time to do nation building at home. And Trump, to his credit, understood that. He is laser focused on that. And that's why whether he wins or not in November, the Republican Party is a very different animal now. It is a changed party. It's a transformed party. It's an America first party. And that's not going to change, at least in my lifetime. Jeff, listen, it's always great to talk to you and uh, we will do so again at the same time next week. Jeff Cooner is the host of the Cooner Report on WRKO AM 680 Radio in Boston, Massachusetts. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.